Greetings in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We at Clarion Call Christian Center are delighted that you chose to listen to our worship service. Each of our pastors endeavor to preach the word of God with clarity to your spirit. So let us enter the service already in progress. Praise God. I just want to talk to you just a few minutes this morning. We're getting ready to come up on Thanksgiving week, amen. Praise God. The Bible lets us know that we ought to always pray and we ought to always give thanks unto God. It's always appropriate. Because he's good all the time. Isn't that right? If I would leave a subject with you today would be he deserves the glory and the thanks. He deserves the glory and the thanks. Praise God. Got a little bit of a story for you this morning if it's okay with you. A little bit of a story. The story I have is about two brothers. Uh, one was named Billy and the other name was Charlie. Charlie was nine years old. And he was asked to say the Thanksgiving prayer for meal on Thanksgiving Day. Charlie was always polite. He was the polite one of the boys. And Billy was known as the mischievous one. What well, they asked Charlie to pray, and Charlie began his prayer by thanking God for his family and for his friends. He was naming them one by one. Then he began to pray for the food. He called every item by name. The greens, the green beans. Thank you for the mashed potatoes. Thank you for the coleslaw. Lord, thank you for the cornbread. The applesauce. Thank you for the pecan pie. Thanks for the chocolate cake. Then he began to pray about the turkey. Mm. He says, that turkey looks so juicy and good. He says, thank you, mom, for preparing it. Thanks for the car that brought the turkey home from the grocery store. And for the man at the market who bagged the groceries and put them in the car. Thanks. And for the man at the market that bagged them, put them in the grocery store, put them in the car. And thanks for the meat department worker that put the turkey on the shelf. For the worker who took the turkey off the truck. For the driver of the truck who brought the turkey from the meat packing company. For the ones who cleaned the bird and wrapped it up. For the farmer who raised this turkey. Then Charlie paused. Have I left anyone out? He said to himself, hmm. By now, the whole family was sitting there. They were ready to eat. 
When is the prayer going to be over? When, when is it ever going to end? They were all hungry and they were ready to eat deep. And just then, old mischievous Billy says to Charlie, Well, you think everybody but God. And that's how we do sometimes. We thank everybody but God. Would you turn to St. Luke chapter 17 and 11 with us, please? I think that Sister Keon is going to and the children will probably enjoy this message because they are very familiar with it. They just talked about it recently. St. Luke chapter 15, I'm sorry, chapter uh, 17 and verse 11. When you're there, would you say amen? Amen. You know, sometimes we tend to get so caught up into what we got till we forget to thank the one that gave it to us. It's so wonderful at Christmas time, amen, to see the children come in and they grab the presents and they open up the presents. Sister Val, they get so happy, amen, until they forget to thank mom and dad and thank God. They just so into the Xbox and they into the bicycles and they're into everything that they got until they just oh, forget to thank the ones that gave it to them. Here in St. Luke chapter 17 and 11, it says, And it came to pass, as Jesus went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, there met him ten men, that were lepers which stood afar off and they lifted up their voices and said Jesus master have mercy on us and when he saw them he said unto them go show yourselves unto the priest and it came to pass that as they went they were cleansed. And, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back. And with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet. Giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. Just like old Billy. Just like old bad Billy. And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? There are not found 
that return to give glory to God. Save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise, go thy way, for thy faith hath made thee whole. And the church said, Amen. First Thessalonians 5 and 18 says, In everything give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Beloved, we may not understand a lot of times what God is doing, but give him thanks. It's hard sometimes, but still give him thanks. The doctors may have just given you a bad report, given you bad news. But still give him thanks. And trust him. Job said, he said, uh, though you slay me, yet will I trust you. Jesus said in John 10 and 27, if you would turn there swiftly, John 10 and 27, Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they what? Follow me. And I give unto them eternal life. And they shall never perish, neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. We find many times in life, amen, that sometimes we don't understand what God is doing. We find ourselves caught up in a storm sometimes. But we have to understand that we are in the hands. We're still in the hands of the potter. Even though we've got the bad news, we are still in the hand of the potter. Amen. Praise God. I said these words to Sister Rawson yesterday. Amen. Praise God. When she shared some things with me, amen, and it was a kind of a bad situation. But we have to understand that God still has us in his hand. We're still in the hands of the master. Amen. Praise God. When we, when we go through certain sicknesses, and those sicknesses may cause some severe changes in our lives, we still have to understand that what we're in the hands of of the potter and that we're still in the hands of the one that creates a masterpiece did you hear what I said we're still in the hands of the one that can create a masterpiece glory to God amen though we're going through a storm amen God will change sometimes sometimes we have our plans and sometimes God will send a storm along in your life and he will change that plan and he will change the direction that you're going. And in that direction that he's sending you, it seems like it's the wrong direction. It's not the way that I would have gone. It's not the way that I would have done it. But the one that creates, the one that has the master plan, the one that created the plan, he knows what the outcome will be. Amen. Praise God. When we're going through life's stormy waters sometimes, when the wind blows and the storms come, amen, it's there for a reason. 
Because sometimes, you know what? It may be that God is getting ready, getting you ready to pilot a boat, to captain a boat, that have a lot of people depending on you. And if you have no experience, how are you going to help somebody else? Sometimes God is preparing you with a storm. That don't feel too good, do it? That don't feel good at all. Sometimes God is preparing you by losing your job. Sometimes God is preparing you by sickness to be a witness to thousands that God can do anything. You're still in the hands of the potter. He's still making and he's still molding us. He's still preparing us for his glory. We question sometimes what God is doing. God, why? I, I said to Sister Ross the other day when Rebecca said about, she said about uh, her birth or her carrying uh, uh, Jacob and Esau. Uh And how she struggled with the children. And she said to herself, Lord, if I'm so blessed, why do I feel so bad? If I'm so blessed, people look on me and say that I'm a blessed woman. Why, why do I feel so bad? Does sometimes your Christian life feel that way? Sometimes you, you feel like, Lord, it ought to be better than this. I thought, I didn't know it was going to be like this. I didn't know I was going to have to suffer like this. I, I thought you had a better plan than this. This don't feel too good. Hallelujah. But God is preparing you. He's preparing you for something great. He's preparing you for something greater. But what we have to do is we have to line ourselves up so that we can see what God is doing. Amen. Yeah, hey I, I, I remember in the Bible when, when Satan came to God and he accused God. He says the only, only reason people like you. Did you hear what I said? Deacon Johnson, the only reason uh, 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 Brother Blue like you is because you give him money all the time. That's the only reason. That'd be a hurting thing for somebody to tell you that your best friend, the only reason they hang with you, the only reason they like you is because you always give them stuff. And Satan accused God of this. The only reason Job like you is because you take care of him and you give him everything. You pamper him. That's the only reason he hang with you.
And God says, Satan, if, is that what you think? Wouldn't that be your reply? If you had a best friend that you really, really knew, Sister Val, and somebody made that accusation, and said, you said, uh, is that what you really think? Satan says, yeah, that's what I really think. It's okay. I'll stop giving to it. As a matter of fact, I'll let you take everything that I gave to him. Come on. And he ain't going nowhere. All right, come on. And he's going to love me the same. Yeah. As a matter of fact, if you push Sister Val any further, you'll make her love me more. You can send a tornado to a house and the only thing you're going to do is make her pray more. You can lay him down on an operating table and tickle with his heart. When he gets up, he's going to pray more. Is that what you think? Yeah, I sent a driver down that stole a car. I sent him down the road and run him into their car. Sitting side by side, dreaming of where they're going. And when they come out, they'll be sitting in church. They'll be on a praise team. They'll be praising God. Is that what you think? Yeah, you can put him in an intensive care and almost take his life. And the only thing you're going to do is just drive him straight to me. to those that love God and that are going to thank him no matter what. Y'all, I told y'all I'm going to be long. Stand to your feet. Sister Lena, give me a second. I got to do something, y'all. It's been on my mind all week. All week. And I can feel comfortable doing it. You know what? Ricky's give me some music. Where Merck gone? Give me some music over here. Give me some music over here. I what you call I was thinking about I was thinking about my brother. Duncan Jacobs. I've been thinking about him this week. As a matter of fact, Sister Ross was one had said something the other week. And Sister Lena. When God called daddy home, your mom called and asked us to come to the hospital. And we came. And amen. 
I looked at my brother laying on that bed. And I saw a man that loved God. I saw a man that lived out the words of Job. Though you slay me, yet will I trust you. Pastor Fox used to come into church and he said Deacon Jacobs was such an inspiration to him. He says, Pastor Ross, he said he would come in and he would have his walk. And no matter what, trying to get to God. When I looked at the bed and I looked at him, Sister Val, I saw both of his legs were gone. And they had just operated on his hand. But there was a man that was laying in the bed bigger than a thousand. Now, I got to say it to you, okay? Now, her daddy brought them all in here to be saved, right? But I look at Lena. And Lena's still coming through the door. all God wants to hear you say. And he knows it. He knows it. Thank you, man. Praise God. Sometimes you don't know which one is going to be the strongest one. You can look at little Billy. Count little Billy out. Billy ain't gonna ever be the one to go to church. Who's sitting up in church? Little Billy. Everybody else doing what they want to do, but what? They go, little Billy. Billy coming every time you see the doors open, what? Here come little Billy. Sometimes you're the engine that's gonna pull the others. your heads. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you today. And Father, we're giving you thanks. We're giving you thanks for everything that you're doing and everything that you've done. We take out time today to say thank you. To say thank you. Thank you, God. Y'all help me see it. Just for, just for, just for a few seconds, just tell him, thank you, God. 
you for my children, God. I thank you for my wife. Well, come on, you got your own thanks that you can give to him. God, I thank you for my life. I thank you for my strength, oh God. I thank you for the people that you put around me in your house. How you handpicked them, oh God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. I thank you, God. Glory to your name. I thank you for the musicians that you have. I thank you for the people that are in your house, God. For your sheep, oh God. Thank you, God. We at Clarion Call Christian Center thank God that you worship with us. We are located at 213 Green Street in the city of Warner Robins, Georgia. Feel free to join us at any of our scheduled services or fellowships. They are worship service each Sunday morning at 10 a.m., Sunday school, second and fourth Sundays at 9 a.m., Bible study every Tuesday at 7 p.m., Women of the Kingdom Sisterhood Fellowship every second Saturday at 10 a.m. Remember that you are a value to the kingdom of God. Be blessed.